Welcome to Listener's Word Series. Today, we're going to know our Bible reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 4. Therefore, we must be wary that while the promise of entering His rest remains open, none of you may seem to have come short of it. For we had good news proclaimed to us just as they did. But the message they heard did them no good, since they did not join in with those who heard it in faith. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he has said. As I swore in my anger, they will never enter my rest. And yet, God's works were accomplished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. But to repeat the text cited earlier, they will never enter my rest. Therefore, it remains for some to enter it. Yet those whom it was previously proclaimed did never enter because of disobedience. So God again ordained a certain day today, speaking through David, after so long a time, as in the words quoted before, oh, that today you will listen as he speaks. Do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken afterwards about another day. Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. For the one who enters God's rest has also rested from his works, just as God did from his own works. Thus, we must make every effort to enter that rest so that no one may fall by following the same pattern of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword piercing even to the point of dividing soul from spirit and joints from marrow. It is able to judge the desires and thoughts of the heart. And no creature is hidden from God, but everything is naked and exposed to the eyes of Him, to whom we must render an account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, 
let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest incapable of sympathizing with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us confidently approach the throne of grace to receive mercy and find grace whenever we need it. Oh, loving Father, we just want to thank you and we want to bless you. Lord, disobedience has taken over this world. Father, I pray that you will lead us confidently so that we will be able to approach your throne of grace to receive mercy. Oh, Lord, to receive mercy in our time of need. This is my humble prayer, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Welcome to Listener's Word Series. Today, we continue our Bible reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 5. For every high priest is taken from among the people and appointed to represent them before God to offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. He is able to deal compassionately with those who are ignorant and erring since he also is subject to weakness. And for this reason, he is obligated to make sin offerings for himself as well as for the people. And no one assumes this honor on his own initiative, but only when called to it by God, as in fact Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself in becoming high priest, but the one who glorified him was God, who said to him, You are my son, today I have fathered you. As also in another place, God says, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. During his earthly life, Christ offered both requests and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his devotion. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. And by being perfected in this way, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. And he was 
designated by God as high priest in the order of Melchizedek. On this topic, we have much to say and it is difficult to explain since you have become sluggish in hearing. For though you should in fact be teachers by this time, you need someone to teach you the beginning elements of God's utterances. You have gone back to needing milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is inexperienced in the message of righteousness because he is an infant. But solid food is for the mature whose perceptions are trained by practice to discern both good and evil. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, all I'm asking for is for you to teach us in a way that we will train our perception to discern both good and evil. Because Lord, the world we're living now, we really don't know who to trust or which way to go, except we walk in the light, which is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So Lord, teach us to discern the right way. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Welcome to Listener's Word Series. Today, we continue our Bible reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 6. Therefore, we must progress beyond the elementary instructions about Christ and move on to maturity, not laying this foundation again, repentance from dead works and faith in God, teaching about baptisms, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And this is what we intend to do, if God permits. For it is impossible, in the case of those who have once been enlightened, tasted the heavenly gift, become partakers of the Holy Spirit, tasted the good word of God and the miracles of the coming age, and then have committed apostasy to renew them again to repentance since they are crucifying the Son of God for themselves all over again and holding him up to contempt. For the ground that has soaked up the rain that frequently falls on it and yields useful vegetation for those who tend it receive a blessing from God. But if it produces thorns 
and thistles. It is useless and about to be cursed. Its faith is to be burned. But in your case, dear friends, even though we speak like this, we are convinced of better things relating to salvation. For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love you have demonstrated for his name in having served and continuing to serve the saints. But we must passionately want each of you to demonstrate the same eagerness for the fulfillment of your hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and perseverance inherit the promises. Now when God made his promise to Abraham, since he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless you greatly and multiply your descendants abundantly. And so by persevering, Abraham inherited the promise. For people swear by something greater than themselves, and the oath serves as a confirmation to end all dispute. In the same way, God wanted to demonstrate more clearly to the heirs of the promise that his purpose was unchangeable. And so he intervened with an oath so that we who have found refuge in him may find strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us through two unchangeable things since it is impossible for God to lie. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul. Sure, and steadfast, which reaches inside behind the curtain where Jesus, our forerunner, entered on our behalf since he became a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Heavenly Father, we pray that our hope in you will make our anchor sure and steadfast that we will fasten to the rock which is Jesus Christ and that will be unshakable. Teach us to discern your word and do your word. This is my humble prayer to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.